0: Drop that knowledge on me. I could not make this up. With Kev Nash.
1: Oh, I could leave, I Killer Kid, Mouse, and A. Uh oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real
0: deal, straight up. Are you crazy. Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip hop. This
2: is ludicrous. It's the big boss Rick Rose. What up, it's your boy Young G's. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT? I
0: couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I took. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make
1: this shit up.
2: Here's Kev Nash, of DJ Killer Kev, and A. Dizzle. You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash.
1: DJ Killer
2: Kev. Hey, Dizzle. episode
1: 319.
2: Why do you say it with a question mark?
1: Because I didn't look before. <laughs> you Straight are off the dome. correct. Straight off the dome.
2: What's all right, up? y'all. All right, y'all. There's no easy way to jump into this, man. We'll just rip the band-aid off. Takeoff got killed Halloween night in Houston, Texas. Where were y'all at when y'all found out the news? What was y'all first reaction?
1: Man, I was at the crib. Um... I guess that was Halloween night slash November 1st. And uh, one of my good childhood friends' 40th birthday is November 1st. So um, I had called him the day before, like last day in your 30s, like, <laughs> just messing with him. And woke up in the morning, and he's an early bird, and I was getting ready to text him. And I just saw all the... Is this takeoff shit true? Takeoff shit true? So, of course, like every other person, you go to, like, the most reliable source ever, which is Twitter. A TMZ and Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> and go verify, see if you see anything. And, of course, I started seeing it, and um, it's just sad, man, because the Migos, they're, uh, I'll go ahead and say they're the a younger generation than me's, uh, like, Beatles almost. Like, they're uh, the things they did uh, – and are doing um was was record breaking and groundbreaking and take off being a part of that and being some of the uh mastermind behind some of the success they say and uh, the, the quiet assassin kind of thing where he's just you know, he ain't the he ain't the loud mouth but he was very important to the group and uh it's just yeah. sad all the way around to hear that someone 28 years old 28 29 years old mm-hmm. um and as the week went on the more details you learn it just gets get sadder and sadder has to what happened? Why it happened? Did it have to happen? Should it have happened? And, you know, all these arguing over basketball, arguing over dice, arguing at the bowling alley, all those that don't qualify for uh, losing your life. So it's just super sad to just hear something like that happen to somebody that we all know uh, from the outside looking in, but it's just uh, super sad, man. That's just all it's I
0: It's crazy. It's crazy because uh, we literally were just talking about PNB Rock, what? A month? Yeah, about literally, a month ago. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I've really I am at a loss for words. Um Migos played a huge part of my life. Um I moved to Atlanta when Versace first started popping. Mm-hmm. So in Atlanta, I think I was what 20, 21. That's like main shit on the radio. Yeah. Everybody I used to work at a recording studio. Everybody coming to recording studio, sounding like that, choppy flow. Um, it's, it's crazy. And you're talking about, like you said, the quiet assassin, he wasn't ever nothing crazy in the headlines, uh, never really in no major trouble that we know of, like someone that was just low in the cut. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. For me, I was at the gym. Uh, so I go to the gym relatively early in the morning, like 6 AM. So like the first thing I saw that morning, I was like, well, damn what a way to start the week right, off, right, you know, right. and it's all messed up. And uh, thank goodness I was able to escape uh, seeing, you know what I'm saying, some of the images that are out there on social media. You know, I was able to escape those, but, you know, I know some people that did see them and it's just like, you know, that's a whole nother can of worms about people taping dead bodies or yeah. putting it, was, it on it social bad. media it, it, out I definitely,
1: there. I definitely saw the medic in me always has to look at that kind of stuff. But at the same time, when you think about what you're looking at, you're looking at somebody's child mm-hmm. that the world is, is wanting to know about. But the first thing people do, you know, at concerts, I was watching the old concert of the Lakeside, uh, just just watching old YouTube clips. And everybody in the crowd having a good time, hands up, engaged. You go to a Mary J concert this past week, everybody got their phones yeah. up, want to record everything. you just not... It's just that's that's that that's the thing is like let me get it on tape, let me have approved, let me so I can show my peoples mm-hmm. and then something like this go viral and then you get attacked for like being the bad guy, but that's a that's a that at the end of the day it's a human being and someone's child that you are exposing like that and that's you know, not the most polite thing to do.
2: Yeah, for sure. And like you said, Dizzle, he was uh twenty eight and they've been in the game for basically about ten years. So, the Versace, he's, like, 18, 19 when that comes out. And mm-hmm. I'll say it right here, right now. Like, I'm not going to say, like, oh, I'm the biggest Migos fan in the world, but I always thought he was, like, the best rapper of mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And, like, Migos is definitely one of the best, best hip-hop groups of all time. Like, look what they've been able to accomplish in this 10-year run. Right. So, there's no denying that. But I did want to ask y'all, like, this gun violence, this whole... Checking in thing for hip hop artists when they go to certain cities they got a quote unquote check in. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about that? Extortion.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: That's what they basically is. extorting extorting these rappers. I mean, what are you checking? What are you checking in for? And if you're checking in because there's some street shit going on, I don't know nothing about that. But these are allegedly people that are out of the streets in the music business. Just navigating. They might have had a show. They might have had some business to take care of. They're on a promo run. They're on a right. promo. The album just dropped. Um the need to check in is kind of wild because who who else who else is checking in? Let's say Jay Prince. It was a Jay Prince party they was at. Mm-hmm. Jay Prince Jr. Party. Mm-hmm. Um for what I know, they didn't have prior beef, but who knows what kind of street shit was going on. But who else is checking in with Jay Prince? Right, Taylor Swift going on tour. Right, Right. she
1: checking in. Right, i about to say like, (laughs) if you're in town to to do some street shit and make a play that involves you know someone's turf. Right, I can kind of see why people might want you to check in. If you in town in the Airbnb, you know, doing this, doing a show, and you here for a night, here for a week. Like like, if you ain't there to be in 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 no street shit, you there to work and and get your like checking like Dizzle said, checking in to who for what. Like I don't I never understood that it, it 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 doesn't like unless you're there doing some dirt or doing some street shit, I don't understand the need to even have to have the conversation about checking in.
2: Both y'all one hundred percent correct. The flip side of that is the words you just said. He's there to work. Yeah. I don't think we, and I say the we, the royal we of the hip hop community, view rappers, entertainers, in this realm as them actually doing work. Mm-hmm. They just say, well, you're a rapper, but that's his job. That's his profession. Right. I'm an entertainer. I'm here to entertain you. You like my music. I'm here to do my music for you. You dance. You have a good time. You get home <laughs> safe. I am a entertainer. Right. I mean, do authors have to go check in? <laughs> right. They write books for entertainment. Mm-hmm. Do actors have to go to check in? They act in movies. They portray different people. In movies and in TV, do they have to go and check in? So that's, for me, starting to become the biggest problem outside of gun violence mm-hmm. because it kind of flips back to the PNB Rock situation because in these situations, it's rents repeat over and over again. So it turns into the pointing finger thing. Like mm-hmm. with PNB Rock, he was at a Roscoe's that he, quote-unquote, wasn't supposed to be at. Uh, his girlfriend posted on social media, she shouldn't have did that. Y'all got to know better. Mm. Well, wait a minute here. How are we blaming the victim for losing their life, for going to get some chicken and waffles? Right. How are we blaming the victim of gun violence for being at a bowling alley party, a private bowling alley party? He wasn't in a trap. He wasn't here. He wasn't there. So we're blaming them for not, quote, unquote, having enough security with them? Well, what about the people doing the crime? Those are the people that we need to be blaming here, not the victims.
1: Exactly. And then one thing that just I can't shake out of my thoughts is uh, Quavo is Takeoff's uncle. Right. Quavo Quavo was kind of arguing this whole pre- Allegedly, yeah. Right, whatever was going on. So at the end of the day, he got to call his sister. Mm-hmm. And say what happened to her son, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and like that's the part that's like we see them as a group and as these you know entertainers and these flashy lights, but like like that side of it is deep, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and it's like it's so sad to to have to d- make that call, and then when they ask what happened to explain what was happening nothing not, not nothing's gonna make it to where it was worth it, right, and uh, a life gone that uh is gonna be missed dearly in both professionally and personally
2: you're right 100 about quavo takeoff and offset i mean yeah. it's literally a family business yeah. they're all family so to watch three young men come up and to come up to the lengths that they've come up is just sad to see and like this cycles me into the other conversation of just simply gun violence in general obviously take off losing his life and that's fucked up too but like Regular Joes get killed like this every day too. Mm -hmm. From gun violence to a stray bullet. So we all got moms. I'm sure all our moms have said the exact same thing bullet ain't got no name. Mm -hmm. Don't be going on that side of town. A bullet gonna end up in your ass. Mm -hmm. All those lines. When that shit happened, that's the first thing I thought of. I thought of my mom and me going places I knew I had nowhere, no need being at all mm-hmm. because I'm chasing some girl or I'm hanging out with my boys or doing X, Y, Z. So this just makes you think, especially all of us, because all of us in one way or another make money off of hip-hop yeah. or this entertainment, you know, you guys DJ, I host nightclubs and stuff like that. So does this give you reservations about going to do certain events?
1: hell yeah Yeah. it it didn't it didn't take this i'm I'm, I'm just yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i've been feeling that way i've been feeling like since i kind of gave up the whole like chasing my bag in the clubs i was Mm -hmm. that was kind of like my beginning of djing was the way i looked for work was trying to get into the clubs now i almost never look for the club work the club work finds me three or four times a year And I'm cool with that being that and not being like a true blue, like come do two months here or two months there or be our house DJ for, you know, the foreseeable future. Like that type of having a kid that's in high school, having having a kid in junior high, having a baby that's in first grade, like my priorities don't really involve the club, nor do I even hardly be awake. Like, <laughs> like my gigs be wrapping up 9, 10 o'clock. My weddings, I'd be home by 11. You know, even if I'm Columbus, Cincinnati, I'm home before midnight. Like, these clubs, is 2 o'clock. Then you got to wait for them to clean. Then you got to count the money. It'd be 3.30 yeah. before you get getting paid. And they might short you $100 because the bar was slow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, I, I just, that whole life of, in this city, in a bigger city, I can understand it. But in Dayton, Ohio, where... There's nothing going on that's amazing every weekend. Like in, in LA, New York, Atlanta, you could probably find something amazing every weekend. Mm-hmm. It don't happen like that in the mid markets. So yeah,
2: yeah. What about you, Dizzle?
0: It shit. I've done been in different type of shootout scenarios where they had to run and duck for cover type shit. So I already knew the like this is even before DJing, so I already knew that wasn't the scene. I think I've only done a club scene maybe two or three times, and that was more than enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but nah, man, everybody's got to be safe. And like you said, a bullet ain't got no name, so mm-hmm. even when you is being safe, sh- you just got to be in the right place, right time, know yeah. your exits. Shit. Get, get your ass home.
2: Yeah. And I feel the exact same way. You know, here at the station, you know, we have to kind of do that type of work, but I'll be the first one raising my hand, like, uh, why we got to be out here till midnight? (laughs) Right. Like, and at midnight, Dizzle, you know this from working at the station, midnight, we out. We out. There's no hanging out, man. Mm -hmm. No. I don't care if this chick filling you, uh, you got free drinks, they giving you free food. It's time to go. Yeah. And we out, Mm -hmm. period. Because selfishly, I don't want that to be on my conscience. That something happened to somebody that's an employee of the radio station that I'm, you know, responsible for. Right. You know, I scheduled the, you to work this event, and something happens to you, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna feel horrible, even though I didn't, I wasn't the one that did, did anything about it. Right. So I make it my business to tell everybody, like, when the shit is over, it's over. At <laughs> a eleven forty five, we cut the last break, packed the equipment, because soon as that. Midnight strikes, we out. Yeah, and if the if you can't say, hey, appreciate you, thanks for having us out to the club owners or promoters, oh well. Yeah, that's just the way it's got to be, man. Thanks. Like safety first, and you know, like we talked about, a bully ain't got no name. Arguments happen. Ego is a motherfucker out here, and I think that's like another big ass problem, motherfuckers, with the whole checking in thing. It's ego. like You can't come to my city and not check in with me because I'm the man in this city. Right. Like, this this ego shit is just ridiculous. So, you know, like I said, rinse, repeat over and over again. We're going to be saying the same thing a month from now, unfortunately. We all know it. We're going to be saying thoughts and prayers to the family. Exactly. That's fucked up. Think about how many times
1: you've said that in the five years we've been doing this podcast. Too many. I can't even tell you how many. And it's a lot. Yeah. Like it's crazy thing just in five years.
2: Yeah, man. And I mean, it just brings up all the other people. When uh, Nipsey Hussle lost his life, you know, he was in his community. Mm -hmm. And you hear that phrase all the time. Like, oh, man, you got to when you make this money, you can't be still in the hood. But Nipsey Hussle, he had a store in the neighborhood where Mm -hmm. he came from. He got killed. Can't do that. Oh, you can't go get, go to Roscoe Chicken and Waffles because you got too much jewelry on. Right. You can't post on social media. You can't, like in the p no Rock cookies, situation, yeah. you can't oh, be yeah. at an Airbnb and you got to make sure you're extra careful about how you go going live because somebody will zoom in on the address where you're at and run up to the Airbnb and kill you. Right. Like pop smoke. But- oh, now you can't be at a private party because <laughs> of straight bullet. So apparently, stay your ass at home. Man. <laughs>
1: Enjoy that that couch you pay for, that big screen you like, cause that's where it's at. Obviously, is staying at home is the safest. There ain't too many things that can happen to you if you're in the house. Like, there's not too you you think there's not too many things that can happen to you at home, chilling. But that's sad that that's where it's headed. I'm scared for my kids to be teenagers or or, or young adults and having that 2021 20, freedom mm-hmm. and wanting to turn up every chance you get. Like, what do you turn up to, and 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 what's the atmosphere gonna be for you? At that like in five in five more years right and, you know mm-hmm. it's, it's clubs gonna be closing at, at midnight it's gonna be drinking uh mm-hmm. cutoffs and this is gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna have to something's gonna have to change internally within a lot of people to get to get to a point where you know everybody is okay with just saying what's up versus me mugging all day like it's okay to be like what's up man and keep it moving like we're not even there so
2: not even close to being there and dizzle I want you to talk about this you know, he was 28. You're 30. You just turned 30. So this is someone yeah. right in your age bracket.
0: Gone too soon? And you're talking about folks that, <clears throat> like you said, been in the game for a while, and you've seen their ascend. At this point, they're not just rappers. You know, they're moguls. They got businesses. They in a the fashion. Quavo's damn near. You see them on commercials, NBA. Like, they, they're they not just rappers, they're they're bigger than that. And for it to go down like this is kind of it's just crazy. That's that's all I can say about it. They um biggest arguably, I feel like what was it, three years ago, we was at a remote talking about Migos or bone thugs. Like yeah. they're on that level. So it's it's just ridiculous, man. It's it's crazy. And like you said, hopefully, you know, we're not talking about this saying the same shit next month.
1: Right.
2: Unfortunately, I think we are. <sighs> Unfortunately, man. No easy way to transition from the loss of a human life to talk about the crazy things that we got into this week, but fellas, how was the week?
0: It was. It was. I. Right. It was. Uh. It was. I'm fine with the slow motion. Uh. Weeks now because it's been crazy this year. So, I just did my last scheduled DJ gig. Um. Shout outs to Neil and his uh wife, but the shit was solid. Uh, it was one of them country joints, man. Random, 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 random. <laughs> <laughs> like
2: the banjos out. Shouts out to the country folks.
0: Yeah, and I, I feel like I, do, I don't look forward to those for the most part, but I have to, like, get in my bag because it's put not... Put your hands up and shout. Oh uh, yeah. Cuz you shout, really shout, <laughs> shout. Shout, 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 Because as much as I want to, you know, take over the 99 in the 2000s, <laughs> I got to play the chicken dance song yeah, and yeah you know <laughs> the twist and
2: shout twist and shout come on come on come on come on baby now I got
0: yeah I yeah, really gotta like get in your luggage in that man I played a lot of backstreet boys they was jumping <laughs> I played Hanson um bop I, I, I they saw was jumping
1: something going on what was that about
2: random I have no idea so, getting up everything they could out of that Halloween costume. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so it was, it was a Halloween theme. Like, they still had Halloween decorations up. Okay. And it was just a reception. They already had gotten married uh, earlier in the week. But, yeah, re- lady randomly come up to me and was like, hey, I'm about to put on a unicorn costume. Can you play Lizzo? All right. What? <laughs> so she she busted with a unicorn costume. I played a song, and then she danced for, like, half the song and then took the costume off.
1: What they
0: gotta do with Lizzo? That's fucked up. I have no. That's funny. Nah, it was was solid though. Um, Got some tips. You know, it's always good when you can get tipped. It's always good when the older white folks come up to you. Good job there, son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. well, thanks. You, thank you. Right? <laughs> so I got a little tips, gave out a, gave out a business card, a few good jobs. So it was, it was solid. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. What about
2: you, Keller?
1: Man, I had just a regular week, nothing crazy. Um, tried to watch some TV, wasn't much on. I found myself just watching the number one, or number two on Netflix and just kind of checking out when I got to the evening. Um, regular work week, Um, I did uh get an inquiry for, you know, twenty twenty three. The bookings is is growing. I I didn't realize I already got ten weddings on the books twenty twenty three and I didn't not think I did had that many. I always think it's gonna be like, Well, here the year is slowing down, but -hmm. it's still rolling. Um wedding I did in Columbus, the wedding planner called me um out of the blue and was like, Hey Kyle and I was like, Hey Hey, um, how's it going? And she was like, "Hey, I got a couple that's trying to book with you. Um, you mind if they give you a call?" So I was like, "Sure." So she calls, person calls me. Hey, Kyle, how you doing? I'm like, "Hey, you, your name's Kyle?" Uh, uh, apparently. Okay. <laughs> so I, I let it go for a second, and then the kicker was, she goes, "Hey, you have an amazing voice. Congrats on the show." I said, "Excuse me." She said, "Your voice is amazing. Congrats on the show." I said, "Okay, my name is Kevin." I'm a DJ and I think you talked to the wedding planner about me DJing something for you. And the lady was totally embarrassed. There's a Kyle that's a singer Oh, they're trying to book and there's a Kevin DJ that's trying to book and she crossed it. So she was... <laughs> that would so, have been awesome. Like yeah, I've been lying so, to. I thought her was name like, was Kevin. <laughs> if, you, if you can see my face right now, it's redder than hell. <laughs> so, but uh, did get the inquiry for that. So it's always good to get those inquiries and, and when especially when it's from something that Somebody was a guest that that yeah. took, the, took the time to call the person that they knew, hey, who was your DJ for this mm-hmm. event, and, and take the steps to find you. So I always appreciate that, whether they book or not. Um, other than that, man, I'm getting old. My body, I don't know what's going on. I think it's time for a new mattress at the crib or something. <laughs> But I got a guy. I I'll tell
2: you where we went to get our mattress.
1: It's been three or Sleeping four
2: Sleeping like a baby, dog. It's
1: been three. And I have a, a Simmons beauty rest bed I've had for a minute, though. So all three kids were created on, <laughs> on that bed. So it's probably, probably time for a new one. And you have a 14 year old? Correct.
2: Oh, yeah, it's time.
1: So, uh, but my man, I, I've had back spasms. I've had oh. shoulder. Oh. I mean, it's like, I don't know if it's the weather or what. I'm
2: older and, than you, and I don't have back spasms. Yeah.
1: And, <laughs> And, and to top it all off, I was ducking all the treats this week because of y'all niggas. So I wasn't, even, <laughs> oh. I, I wasn't even snacking. I wasn't even doing nothing oh, crazy. Oh, we're going to get to the November so, check-in yeah. so for sure. I was I was hurting and, and and wasn't even like taking it out on chocolate or nothing crazy, <laughs> just hurting. So it's just one of those weeks, man. It's a regular week. So for me,
2: man, Halloween obviously was on Monday. So it's this house in our neighborhood. They decked their shit out. I mean, it's basically a haunted house. Mm -hmm. I mean, they got shit all over the place, and they're in the process of taking it down and put up their Halloween decorations. So I'm getting off work. I turn down the street. I see all the kids, all the kids just headed over there. So I'm thinking, like, oh, great. They're going to go there, and then they're going to come down our street, and we're going to hook them up. We got, like, a 50 box of uh, chips. Wife went and bought some candy. So, all right, she's a B- Browns fan. We're definitely going to get into that. You're going <laughs> right. up to Cleveland for that. She's a Browns fan, so she was real occupied watching the game. She so I was it. handling the candy duty. So I put my speaker in the window and played Halloween music, had the light on and everything like that. And I'm just like, What are these little bastards at? Like, said, I'm ready they for them. fuck
0: your house. <laughs>
2: I'm ready for them. So what I notice is nobody on our street had their lights on. We were the only house with our lights
1: on. Y'all have have sidewalks, right? Yeah, yeah.
2: So nobody stopped. There was nobody even coming down our street. Mm. Damn. So like, I seen somebody walking down the street, and I was like a dog, and I was like, oh, there's people. So Mm I'm like, oh, they're not coming. So I flashed the light, like, y'all going to come get this candy, (laughs) bro. So I hooked them up and everything like that. I was like, where everybody else at? They're like, up the street. I was like, they're not coming down the street? Like, yeah, this street already doesn't have candy to give out. I was like- Damn. Damn. I done bought all this. Well, the wife bought all this candy. <laughs> so, shouts out to the wife. She bought all the candy. And, more importantly, she returned the unopened candy. So, we got, like, some Reese's Cups or Reese's Take Fives in the cabinet staring at me every single day. But I've been holding strong. Yeah. Holding strong, man. Good job. So, we might as well jump into that. We'll say the basketball shit for later because I'm sure we all got things we want to say about Mr. Kyrie Irving and the Brooklyn Nets. Everything they got going on firing a coach. But uh no blank November. How's it going? It's going great. It's going <laughs> great. I'm holding strong. You <laughs> so know, remind everybody what no <laughs> blank November, your no blank Novembers um, are.
0: Yeah, for me, it's uh no drinking any alcohol, um, no door dashing, no masturbating, <laughs> and then working out every single day.
1: So I hate to give you a personal info, but <laughs> since you're not masturbating, are you, are you fucking every day?
0: I'm Dude, not fucking every day. So not you, every so, day? So
1: you just full-blown ha- having cold turkey days?
0: Yes. Damn. Yeah. It's all good, though. It's, I, I feel... I was, about <laughs> I to will say heavier, heavier. <laughs> I will say that I've been having like sexual dreams even on my naps like something you, dang, you gonna good. have
1: a wet dream like week two you're gonna wake up like oh shit
0: yeah maybe man I need one of those you know how when the dog get neutered they got the little they got the little <laughs> cone I'm gonna need cones for my wrist <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, it's getting it's getting wicked. What is it? Day five, yeah, <laughs> day six. What does your wife think about this? Um, she is only doing no DoorDash, exercising every day, and then she couldn't even last for no alcohol. <laughs> She changed it already and was like, I got to drink on the weekend. I got to sip some wine. I got <laughs> like we clean. We usually clean on the weekends and we usually drink as we clean, drunk, music blasting. So we did that today. I was sober as hell, but she had her her first glass of wine. So.
1: Box of wine. Yeah. Killer. I owe y'all a day. <laughs> I was to the 15th. Now I'm to the 16th because of Halloween. <laughs> got home. Oh, let me explain this first. So, I was supposed to go to the game. Oh. I did not go to the game.
2: Well, I'm glad you (laughs) – I know you're glad you didn't go. Oh,
1: what a decision I made. So, a friend of mine that lived in Columbus and went to high school with, tickets got crossed, a whole bunch of stuff. He actually flew into Cleveland, and they realized they were a shorter ticket. So, I got the phone call. I was just like, well – it's Halloween. I could drive up. You know, my kid was supposed to have dental surgery, so Halloween was supposed to be nixed, but that got nixed, so Halloween was live and cracking. I'm like, well, hell. So ended up not not going to the game and letting Dude get the ticket. So it all worked out. He was a Browns fan. He won. I was a <laughs> Bengals fan, and I'm so glad I didn't make that Yeah,
2: drive. you saved a lot of money and gas.
1: Oh, man, and, and, and the, the embarrassment. It mm-hmm. was five Browns fans, and I would have been four if I was there, so three Bengals fans. So the – the hoopla within the group would have been crazy, and uh, they they definitely took a thrash. But um, so with Halloween going on on Monday, all three of my kids, the two older ones weren't even gonna do it. They were just gonna take Kia, my youngest. It turned into all of them making makeshift uh, costumes. My oldest came in the room. Hey dad, you got a white button up. Hey dad, you got a black tie. Hey dad, you got a black suit jacket. Well, damn, well, you want to just wear my whole shit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was like, I'm about to be men in black, and Tiana, ah. Tiana's going to be the alien. So I like I like the creativity. I got, I got an old suit that I was bigger that you can rock, so knock that out. The middle kid put on some makeup and made a costume, and they come home. They went to a different neighborhood than they normally go to. Um, I didn't go because I don't have the patience for all that stop and go and all the people, so the mm-hmm. wife took them out there. Um, they came back, and when I tell you, they dumped that candy on the floor. It was like my mom's neighborhood must be light compared to where they went to. Cause normally they're in my mom's neighborhood kind of just hitting that. The pile of candy was crazy. And they all kind of divvied up and gave me this bucket and was like, here this is for you. Look so, at that. So <laughs> I go in the room. They give you the nasty stuff. It's the Bengals Browns game on. They getting thrashed. Next thing I know, I'm three or four Snickers in. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck, I forgot." So I literally was like, "I snacked." Once well, I it stole- didn't start until November first. True, but I was starting that that <laughs> Monday. I was starting that Monday, so I was still trying to just be cool from the week. So I'm still gonna tack on a day, so I'll go through the 16th. But other than that, I, I, uh, if I so one other thing I'll say happened, but I don't, I wanted to ask you all about this. I told my coworkers I couldn't order out. Because we weren't doing the order out. That's one of my things I was trying to knock off. They ordered for me and paid for it, but I got a salad. So I feel
0: That's I, a good, no, that's a good workaround. Cause yeah. I said the same thing. Cause my wife was trying to DoorDash, cause people was over yesterday. And I was like, we standing strong, let them DoorDash. Like, <laughs> we can give them a couple bucks. You know what <laughs> I'm right. saying? Right. Don't open up your app. So as long as you didn't order it, you yeah. in the clear.
1: That's what I said. I was like, they was like, I, I'm not paying for no uh fast food it was like we're not eating all this food and you're not eating so we ordered you a salad I oh well hey that's a, i'll knock that salad down yeah so, that works so other than that though i had a solid week packed my lunch drunk a lot of water um definitely jacked off though sorry <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but, uh, other than that I'm, I'm holding strong so all right okay
2: proud of you guys proud of you guys how difficult do you think it's been on a scale of one to ten
1: just the first couple of days because of the amount of snacks that was in the home now my kids have thrashed through most of it so it's already rounding third headed home the whoppers are left and, <laughs> and shit that don't nobody want so um
2: dig through the ball right. <laughs> once
1: i got through the first couple of days um i'll be good i'm i'm looking forward to the 16th though but uh because i because i did want to drink i got some 1800 just staring at me but uh all is well, and I'm a whole strong. So
0: it's been it's been a little difficult, cause uh we got liquor and we got wine in the crib, just sitting there. You know, Twitter porn is <laughs> on ten on my phone. I mean, you and Twitter, you'll hop on Twitter and see some booty for no reason. <laughs>
1: don't open the thread because it's going to be 97 more videos in the thread. Yeah, I don't, yeah even,
2: don't, don't be friends with somebody that likes that post because it just be popping pop, so pop, follow
0: right
1: follow up like, this girl. See, that's my thing. I can't like the post because I know that, like, y'all going to see Because I see my friends that like the post and I'll be like, you got to nah.
0: bookmark it. That's the thing.
1: Uh, Work around. Uh,
0: bookmark, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, but yeah, Twitter is kind of wild. So. It's been alright, y'all. It's only a couple of days though, so I got about what twenty three, 24 more days. Yeah. I'm gonna be shaking in a week. Boy. <laughs> y'all paying
1: nine dollars for the verification blue check mark? Never. No, Twitter gonna be over. I think if once that kick in. Nah,
2: niggas N- love clout. They gonna pay. Motherfuckers love clout. Eli. And I don't mean niggas is in black people. I mean niggas is in people.
1: Eli, <laughs> I'm about to make us money back in a year.
2: Motherfuckers love clout, man. Damn. They gotta be. They got. I gotta be it. And if people mm-hmm. don't know. That I'm official, and that's how I the blue check. If it takes $5 a month, it'll do it. I mean, how many subscription-based movie services do people have that they do only going to watch? True. They're going to do it. As for me, for my November, uh, water, only water for the entire month outside okay. of Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and the House State Michigan game. So far, so good. That hasn't been hard at all. That's been a difficulty of a one so okay. far. Um no sweets. I have a serious sweet tooth. I love sweets. I love cookies,
0: candy. So much that you have to get give it back. Yeah, it, it, couldn't yeah. yeah, it couldn't sit in the house. It couldn't sit in the house.
2: If it was open, obviously it stayed, but if it was in a bag still out of here. <laughs> this has been a little difficult. A little difficult I would say about a 4. I thought it would be a raging 9.5 <laughs> right. to be perfectly honest. Um, packing my lunch. I am officially, for last week, I was, uh, started on Monday, so I was five for five at work, packing okay, my lunch. nice. Um, not gonna lie, I was urging for some Chick-fil-A on Friday, but I Ooh. held strong. And it's right there, It's too. right there, bro. Man. And it was, it was a late situation, like, you know, if you go to Chick-fil-A at, like, in between noon and one o'clock, you're gonna be sitting in that line forever, so it's like, Two o'clock, right before the sports show, I was mm-hmm. like, "Man, I sure go for some Chick Fil A. Let me go ahead and have this turkey sandwich."
1: <laughs> That's my thing too, cause I I find the afternoon order that needs a delivery and it's going south four five four two nine. I'm like, I'll take it, uh-huh. cause I can order from the app. Get some JJs. Deliver. Slide over to the pickup side, grab. You know they bring it out to you, like bring out that
2: lemonade. Man, goddamn, light ice. Ooh. Mm-hmm. so I'm gonna say the packet of the lunch, even though I accomplished it, it was definitely a full blown six of difficulty. Yeah, because I bash them damn sandwiches in a small bag of chips, and I be my stomach be like, nigga, we want more. <laughs> so then, like, I bash through my snacks too. I got the 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 apple, a banana, and some damn grapes, and I'm like, all <laughs> Like, nigga, I want more food. (laughs) Nah, that's tough. (laughs) But by far, the no alcohol has been the hardest pause. By far. Especially yesterday. Y'all know I'm a huge college football fanatic. I watched college football from noon until midnight yesterday.
1: Good games. With
2: no alcohol. Tons of good games on. And I got some beer in there. I got some tequila in there. I got some vodka in there. Just sitting in the cabin, just like, come on, nigga, just a sip, nigga. She ain't even here. She ain't even going no. Right. <laughs> and shouts out to the wife. She is down with the no alcohol and no candy as well. So I'm gonna put no alcohol at a full eight. <laughs> <laughs> a full eight because yeah. of yesterday. Yeah. That was tough. Yeah. The, the week front. is
0: the week is solid. It's just the weekend when you're on the couch, shows to watch, sports to watch. Yeah. yeah that's that's when it gets tough.
1: I just I just realized that I'm going to have to now extend my uh, 16th to the 17th.
0: So <laughs> another day. <laughs> I have to do it, yeah. Uh, you giving yourself a day, a cheat day?
1: Because Thursday is Veterans Day, and that's my free meal day that mm. I run around town. I've been doing that with the wife for years. And uh, I'm probably going to run around and get some frickers and stuff.
2: Thank you for your service. Yeah, yeah you, you should. You deserve <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: I add another day. I pretty soon will be to the Cavs 24, 25, 26. Here. Yeah, <laughs> man, you might as well, bro. Might as well.
2: Might as well. And then you get it in those days and then go back to yeah. standard protocol, man. Y'all,
1: y'all doing haircuts and all that? No shade? What y'all doing?
2: Nah, I'm no, I'm actually going to get a haircut on Thursday.
1: <laughs> facts, facts.
2: Another thing I'm doing on Thursday is voting. That's Tuesday. Oh. <laughs> Black Panther 2, Wakanda Forever. Yeah going on Thursday can't wait but yes I am also voting on Tuesday for sure
1: yeah we definitely got to find a weekend date Um, my kids want to go uh, we got a date with the Parker scheduled a week after so I'll be seeing it back to back weekends I'm excited for that but uh, I uh, I don't get excited for movies but they talking about all like dressing up and ordering <laughs> outfits and it's, it's going to be a whole thing so I'm looking forward to it though good family time big
2: fun big fun can't wait can't wait Dizzle when you gonna go see it Support. Uh,
0: support.
1: Support. I'm going to
0: try to go over the weekend. Look at you. May- maybe uh month. Shit. Probably yeah, probably either this weekend or next weekend. It might have to wait. I gotta let the dust settle
2: a little bit. Nah, man. It's gonna be deep. Every oh, showing. Yeah, yeah, it is. I'm, it is.
1: I'm gonna need movie popcorn. Is that considered us another day I had to add on?
2: No, because okay. I, I got to have the movie popcorn. I don't. Okay, just make a sure. I, I'll, I won't have the <laughs> Twizzlers. I'm going to say no to the Twizzlers, but I'm going to have my movie popcorn. Yeah, got to have it. Got to have it. Definitely going to be up Big in there. Big bucket, fat.
1: extra butter. Yes. I, I need to stop and here. get the bag that you be getting. It says $12. Uh, yeah.
2: Either 12 or 10
1: I got to have it. Goddamn. I might go. No, nah, I can't. I'm
2: November. <laughs> All right, man. On the sports. Uh, as the Brooklyn Nets turn, uh, Dizzle, uh, update us what's going on with the Brooklyn Nets.
0: A lot, man. So uh, I think it was what? One and five, two and five. Um, went ahead and got Steve Nash out of there. Which right they, there.
2: Right there. Let's start right let's there. Start, start Steve there. Nash. Steve Nash getting up out of paint. Faults on them firing. A Hall of Fame point guard, two-time MVP, stole stolen MVPs. <laughs> no. Asterisk on the according on to Shaq. Yes, <laughs> Steve Nash.
0: Um, should have been happening. Uh, okay, he never should have been the coach. Actually, oh man, never should have been the coach. And um, overdue. Mmm. I don't even know why he started the season. Mmm. Mm, mm, mm.
2: I'll leave it as simple as that. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Those are your thoughts. Those
1: are your beliefs. I don't know if he was managing the team the greatest. Um, I don't think he... I think he has a great knowledge of basketball. But uh, I think so does everybody else on that roster. <laughs> so, I I kind of saw where it was going. Um, no real thought of his own. Nothing he could have really done to save his job. I think it just came to the point where they needed to nix something and he was that nix. And shot to the Kansas legend Jacques Vaughn interim <laughs> coach. For sure, man.
2: Uh, there, there's nothing he could have done. There's nothing he yeah, could have done because no. they wanted him going in the offseason, but you can't fire the players. You can only fire the coach.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And with that being said, he was in a lose-lose <laughs> situation. His record, by the way, 94-67 and as a head coach in the NBA. Just to put that out there, but You know, this starts from the top down. And when you trade away all your assets, all your role players for superstars, and those superstars never played together, what do you think is going to happen? You trade away James Harden because he wasn't happy. Kyrie wasn't taking the vaccine. You get Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons doesn't play last year. Ben Simmons comes in this year. He falls out every single game that he plays. Kevin Durant wants you out of here. He wants you and the GM out of here. Kyrie Irving is, we're going to get to him, Mm -hmm. is Kyrie Irving. So he never stood a chance. As far as him, quote-unquote, not deserving the job, I don't think that's necessarily fair because there's tons of guys out there who don't have coaching experience, head coaching experience at the NBA level. So I don't necessarily think that's fair to put on him. But what is fair is that they weren't responding to him for whatever reason. For whatever reason. So that brings us into the next head coach that they're planning on hiring. My guy, Ime. So with that being (laughs) said, if they're not going to listen to Steve Nash and if they wanted, and they being Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, didn't want the coach that was there before Steve Nash, his name is slipping my mind right now, he didn't want them coaching him. How do you think they're going to act when – MA tries to coach them because y'all remember how MA was last year he was barking at uh Jalen and Tatum mm-hmm. he was undressing them yelling at them right there on the court so are Katie and Kyrie and Ben Simmons are they willing to humble themselves enough to be coached is my main question
0: they're gonna have to you're talking about a play or a coach that uh took the Celtics you know to where they need to be like they First year, first year head coach, like, if you looking to take that step, if you're looking to win a chip, you're going to need a coach. And having Steve Nash at the Rams proved that because their roster is A1. They got a championship roster. Um, I don't know about the leadership, but you got to have a good coach, a decent coach. Steve Nash ain't even that. Man,
2: banging on young Nash.
1: <laughs> I think he won. <laughs> he he got fired and hired and it wasn't even you know I mean
2: mm, mm, mm. Uh,
1: I don't I, I don't know if he I don't see that being a great fit but I get why he got hired I get I get that he's a hot name in the coaching world and uh, I know the second chance conversation came up during the interview process yeah <laughs> so I, I get it I mean it's kind of like the whole Will Smith and Chris Roth thing how long are you gonna be mad at Will for his one mistake you know like it's one of those things but. I just don't know. I don't know what works for them because we ain't seen it. We ain't seen a cohesiveness that we sh- that we sh- that on paper looks like it should be. So I don't think this is the right one. But at the end of the day, I mean, I guess it's better than Vaughn. <laughs> 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 and you were talking about Kenny Atkinson, I think. Yeah,
2: Kenny it. Atkinson. Yeah. yeah, Kenny Atkinson, who is now an assistant with the Warriors, just got himself a championship last year. With a whole bunch of guys who allow themselves to be coached. You know, mm-hmm. I think this is really all on Katie, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons. Their ability to be coached. Or mm-hmm. are, are we gonna say anybody can coach this team? That's how good we are. Yeah, y'all good and very talented players, but are you gonna do the things necessary to win basketball games? And so far into this season, they have not been willing to do those things.
1: And and right now, this week particularly uh, it's been KD's show to run, you know what I'm saying? And they still ain't getting it done, so.
2: He did drop some nigga off out there in D.C. the oh, other day. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He, he hit, hit his face on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had the Tamia line dance shuffle. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that was nasty, but I just I, – that team, to me, is just one of those fire pits that just ain't right. It's just not going to be what it should be. and That's that, because – there's no we've seen it without the other big stars we've seen them individually try to do the thing, and that's what it would be if they got traded you know it would there wouldn't be the quality coming back I don't think I don't think you're gonna be able to get like a a Zach Levine or you know somebody like of of that type of stature so I just don't see I don't see it working no more I'm not a believer in it no more
2: I'm with you one hundred percent I don't think it's gonna work I think. This goes to the top. Oh, by the way, the Lakers are now losing to the Cleveland Cavaliers, 84-80. Yeah. Shouts out to the Cavs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But with that being said, the Kenny Atkinson situation. Remember, D'Angelo Russell was there.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, Karis LeVert was there. Jared Allen was there. They made the playoffs under that team. And then the owner was like, this ain't happening fast enough. Well, y'all just were sitting on the outside looking in. This team was fun to watch. They were full of young guys. Then they made the trade for D-Lo to go to Golden State, and then he ended up with, what? Minnesota. Minnesota. Minnesota mm-hmm. to get KD back. Kyrie signed as a free agent. Then we shipping out Karis LeVert. Then we shipping out Den-Witty. Jared Den-Witty. Allen, Dinwiddie. So all those guys, would you rather have this this hot bed of shit that you're dealing with right now right. or that team that, that you had in the bag already.
1: That team sounds amazing on paper. Like now, like look, look where Jerry. That
2: team was good then. Exactly. And that. those guys even got better at basketball. Each
1: one of them has gotten better since they've been on Brooklyn. It's crazy.
2: Hot bed of shit what they're dealing with. And that brings us to. Tyree and
0: I uh I mentioned this last episode but I don't think it was as juicy now like it's <laughs> really done
1: right.
0: <laughs> it was really done played out within a week like <laughs> I think last week uh is when he first posted a picture of a a movie it was a yeah, movie link. link yeah
1: it's like something in what is yeah, it? Uh, Negroes yeah Hebrews yeah.
0: to um, which has some anti, I don't even, I can't say the word. Anti-Semitic. Semitic. An, Anti-Semitic
2: views. So basically has some, things that are going against the Jewish community.
0: So it, said, it was a three hour movie. Had some egregious shit on there. Um, and that was it. So he posted it. Um, got some backlash. You know, started trending a little bit. Uh, niggas was front row at the Nets games with stop anti-Semite hate or like stop, you know, stop Jewish hate or whatever on their shirts. Nigga came through, what do had have, four points, like one of the worst games of his career.
1: That was Ooh. bad. I played him that day I was pissed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're telling
2: me he can't compartmentalize like Kobe Bryant did.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, owner of the Nets came out with a statement saying that he condemns the uh, Kyrie's actions. I think Adam Silver a Jewish man also uh, came out uh, it had a statement, and I felt like they were giving Kyrie an opportunity to delete the post, talk bad about the movie, like they were giving him a chance. It, that's what it seemed like. Folks on TNT, ESPN, running this shit, bro. Twenty-four-seven coverage of of Kyrie once again. Um, and Kyrie kind of stood firm. You know what I mean? He he didn't blatantly apologize um and they re- pretty much got this nigga's head so as of right now they've suspended him for at least 5 games and they gave him a list of assignments to complete to even be considered to come back to the league
1: i think Kyrie just don't do well with white people telling him what to do and that's what <laughs> this is coming down to now because for them to give him him as an adult this you got to do list. That's right up Kyrie Alley to say, fuck y'all. Cause that's just how he's even like in his Duke days, he wasn't even really people person or media friendly, or he has some things going on. You know what I'm saying? So this now with the Jewish shit, I, I get it. I totally get it. But at the same time, like is posting something, Like, did he, like, co-sign this with love? Like, everybody go watch this movie, please. It's great. So when
2: you are a celebrity and a famous person, be it a rapper, entertainer, actor, basketball player, football player, if you put anything on your social media with a link, you are promoting it. Because if you put something on your realtor page, people are going to think, oh, Adrian White is promoting this. You put this up on your your Instagram page, kill it. They gonna think, "Oh, kill it down with this." I put up anything on mine, they are gonna Nash down with this. this. He's pushing this. This is what he so he's he, about.
1: He posted a link with no backlash. Just more so, just posted something. Yeah, no context. No
0: context. Just a picture of it with a link.
1: So he could have been saying bad, or he could have been saying good. But right? He, he didn't. He didn't clear that up.
2: Right. Okay. And Kyrie is never going to clear things up. He's never the person. He feels, and from my perspective i don't think kyrie ever feels like he has anything to explain to anybody i'm just a person i'm just being that's not true it's simply not true you're not just a person being you are kyrie irving you are a superstar basketball player there's a reason why you have this contract with the nets there's a reason why you have this contract with nike there's a reason why you have a movie called uncle drew you're kyrie irving people follow you for a reason and for anybody to think like famous people don't get paid off of simply endorsing things is a farce that's why we used to look on instagram whenever the kardashians put something up there they got to put hashtag ad this was blah 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 paid for but i'm posting this because i'm being paid there you being famous moves the needle so when you post things like that of course people are gonna expect you to say you're endorsing this product or endorsing whatever this the views of this movie are yeah
0: i, I got a couple questions because the more I see see this, it it kind of frustrates me. So I will ask y'all this: um, do y'all think the backlash and the task that they're giving them is over overblown?
2: Yes. Okay. I do. I think. I think at this point, it is we gonna show you who really run things. Do you and do you think? Because for the past what four.
0: Since the Will Smith slap, they have been making examples out of black people. Tell me that the Will Smith slap wasn't like a domino effect to the Ime Yadoku situation to where they blew that out of proportion. And
1: they just cut niggas
0: off. And they're literally cutting niggas off. Starting with the Will Smith, he lost how many business opportunities, he had backlashes in the but media for- But you can't hit somebody. For smacking somebody. That's, that's all you You can't do that. That's that's so, ridiculous.
1: I would agree with everything- if Brett Favre was getting some of this too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the Kanye and Kyrie thing kind of together because they losing stuff. Like, Kyrie's is gone. Nike ain't fucking with it. Like, it's just, they cutting into their pockets, right? On right.
0: another level that I've never seen or heard of. Right. Has this, in y'all time that y'all can remember not, is this, not this New Waters? This well, just, well, cancel nigga, cancel culture is crazy. Trace Bank dropped Kanye. Like, <laughs> yeah. has I ain't never seen that. No. I ain't know they could just say, all right, nah, we ain't fucking with you no more. Here's your money, you gotta go elsewhere.
2: Hey, man, that's the it's the bank. Yeah. Like, I I am not qualified to talk about some of this stuff. But what I will say is it is well known. That the Jewish community made it their business to be in the entertainment business. That is a well-known fact. They own that's own a lot of that's shit. Not, that's <laughs> not being anti-Semitic. That is a well-known fact. I think that's that,
0: labeled as anti-Semitic. That, Saying that, that, that simply... No, no,
2: no you, it, it is a well-known... It, it, it is a fact. And that <laughs> it made it their business. Not... And this is before like black people were even allowed to be in movies. Like, yo, like this is a y business. TV like, yeah. just like how um, when when Arab people come to this country, they have family businesses with the corner stores and things of that nature. Right. Like that was like, all right, let's let's do this. I don't think what it's developed into wasn't initially how it's viewed today. It's like, oh man, people like entertainment. Well, let's be in the entertainment business. It's no different from uh, a promoter then and a promoter now. That's basically what it developed into is them being in the entertainment business because, hey, motherfuckers like entertainment. Motherfuckers like going to the movies. Motherfuckers like doing this. This seems like a good business to be into. There's nothing wrong with that. I salute it. I wish I I had the vision to do it my damn self. (laughs) So salute. So when you denounce people, like that and those people are so powerful what do you think is going to happen to you right I'm just and, and 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 what 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 Kyrie is the problem for me at least is he's not gonna ever say the words I'm sorry he's not ever gonna say there and sit there and explain himself because he feels threatened by the people asking him the questions like why are you asking me this like This whole thing about flipping it back on Amazon saying, well, I didn't I don't I don't sell it. I just posted a link. Well, those are two different arguments. Yeah. Amazon, maybe they should be held culpable as well. But
0: they most definitely should. As as the what's his name? Jeff Bezos. Isn't he not about to be an NFL owner? Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, they just recently stopped selling Confederate flags on Amazon. You can buy anything on Amazon. Anything. It's, Any fucking thing.
0: It's it's extremely hypocritical f- to strip Kyrie of everything for posting something, but not Jeff Bezos and Amazon for selling it and profiting off of it. And this nigga is literally about to be an NFL owner. Right. And I ain't heard nobody say nothing about
2: him. Apparently, you can put up anything on fucking Amazon and sell it. I like, think the movie is <laughs> up to charts now. Yeah. They, and I don't think it's because right.
0: of Kyrie. I think it's because of the media has been running this shit through, in a hole. I think the, to buy it digitally
1: was like $20 and to buy it hard copy was like $50 for like the movie.
2: They upped it. It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like that was, a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Crazy. Crazy. So yeah, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing. Like there's a lot of things about Amazon that are shady business practices and them not paying taxes and all types of shit that they deal with on 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 a different level. But speaking from the Kyrie situation, he in the world of shit. And I said this on Thursday on a sports show. I was like, Kyrie Irving, this is his last year in the NBA. He mm-hmm. will not play in the NBA after this season. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to trade for him. You can't trade him. Nobody's gonna can't dial up the Lakers and be like, hey, remember that time you guys were going to give us this, that, and the third? How about we make that happen? They're going to be like, we straight. <laughs> right. He's a pariah now. And nobody wants to fuck with it. And it's sad to be perfectly honest, but the thing about it, I think we said this, I said this on the pod before, I don't think Kyrie even cares to play in the NBA. I know Kyrie Irving loves the game of basketball, right. but I don't necessarily believe that Kyrie Irving is like a young kid, like, oh man, I got to get to the NBA. I got to get to the NBA. I think he has mentally moved past that, like, oh, I got to play in the NBA, he's I think he. View, I view him as a guy is like, all right, I did that, accomplished that, I can move on to the next thing. I don't think Kyrie Irving is going to do these things on his list to satisfy him being reinstated to the NBA, and I don't think he plays in the league next year.
0: Mm. What's What's wild is, um, I think it was a couple years ago. Uh, Myers Leonard, I don't know if y'all remember, got him about the paint. They didn't suspend him; they just released him, free to go anywhere he wants to, and but- nobody picked him up because he's Myers Leonard, but they, <laughs> but they they, didn't suspend him and give him a list of uh, anti-racist training, sensitivity training, apologize to the black community, meet with these black leaders, meet with this, donate 500000 to that, meet with the owner to demonstrate that you're not racist. Like, they didn't do that. They okay. released fair, him.
2: F- fair enough. Fair enough. And can't deny that. In- but- and that's for hate speech. Yeah, screaming no nigger on his li- on his on his live. You're one hundred percent correct. But we as black people, do we just simply have to defend Kyrie just because he's black too? Because that's what it feels like to me. Like people are like, "Well, they did this to him. They ain't do this to that person. They ain't do this to that white person. We got to back Kyrie. He black.
1: But he did wrong too, though. Right. That's where that's where it gets tough for me to pick. Like, or like, be uh, be sternly on one side or the other because I do feel like it'd be hypocritical with how people of power decide who they punish and when. It's just like any other place. You know, somebody at work that be bullshitting, you know, somebody at work that should be fired that that ain't, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> tell me about it. So it's like, <laughs> like, it's all relative, you know what I'm saying? It's all kind of just out there and. He did do some wrong, but he also didn't really, like, is posting a link with no context really wrong? Like, is that wrong to, to post a link, whether it's to a link of good or bad, and when not explaining yourself, you're leaving it for everybody to spin, and you could stop that spinning with a statement, but you don't even give a fuck about the spinning because it don't affect you internally. You know what I'm right. saying? So, like, I hope he wasn't. We, we, we know he probably was posting it for the reasons we are arguing. But at the same time, we have, like Dizzo said, we have people that have done stern fact things that just kind of is all relative. It's like some people get bashed for weeks and months, and some people get bashed for 24 hours. You know what I'm
0: saying? What fucked me up was they're calling it hate speech when he didn't say anything, and he's continued to say, I uh, respect all walks of life. You know, he's, right. been, he's been saying that um but what fucked me up was when he apologized they basically said we don't like your apology enough
2: we don't they want the words i'm sorry he's never going to say that it's that's gonna, wild no 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 but like you know you know how this is a motherfucker my bad dog or i apologize you want to, hey man i'm sorry you want a person to look you in your eye and say, I'm sorry, and truly mean it. Right. But that's the difference. Like, in Kyrie's mind, he's not gonna apologize because he doesn't feel like he did anything to offend anybody, because him himself, obviously, it, there's different religions that teach you different things. And in his path, he views black people as the first Hebrews. Right. So how can he be anti-Semitic when he himself is a Hebrew? So that's his whole point. Mm -hmm. But he is not going to say that to the media scrum at the Brooklyn Nets game. Maybe he'll say that to some rabbis that they want him to meet with or the commissioner. Like, dude, this is this is my beliefs. And that is I'm not the biggest religious person in the world, but every religion teaches you uh, peace and coming together no matter what faith you believe in they're all basically telling you the same thing treat people right way be be humble every all of them basically come back to the same principles right but from Kyrie he doesn't feel like he has to explain anything to the masses right
1: I know I know somebody like that I'm sure we all have a friend out there that's just like my way or the highway type of mentality, or beat to their own drum, you know what I'm saying, and I think Kyrie, like I know I have a friend that if anybody of any other race nationality whatever whatever gives some kind of statement of authority to them, they're gonna do the opposite just to be like I'm a grown ass man right like so like I feel like this gets amplified for Kyrie or people in entertainment that that live like like that alpha. Type of mentality, or or no one tells me what to do. I do I do what I want, you know. And it's like I can't imagine having the the financial abilities and and your stresses be different to where this is your ultimate thing. Is like I'm not never gonna let nobody tell me what to do, or 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 do what people think I should be doing. And this is gonna like you say, spin Kyrie out this league. You know yeah, what I'm I, I I do I do kind of feel like ultimately just because you won't say three words or two words or or and and mean it, you know what I'm saying? It's going to cost you a lot and it's like but it do it cost people like that anything when they don't feel like 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 you say I don't need the NBA. I'm still going to be fine. Like they he has to believe that he going to be good regardless or he wouldn't be living like this. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's 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 all I don't know. It's all just a bunch of shoulda, couldas and hopes and, and, and guesses, but I think ultimately Kyrie is, is, is going to be shooting himself in the foot like the rest of them.
2: So let me ask y'all this. How much gas has been on, put on the fire from everything that's been happening with Kanye?
0: A lot. I think that for them two to be back-to-back like this, that definitely uh, affected how the outrage was um, For for the simple fact that Kyrie really just hasn't said anything. Posting a link should not warrant all of this. Um, him apologizing, him trying to donate money, and they rejected his money, saying your apology is not good enough, and literally giving him all these homework assignments is literally make, just making an example out of him. Yeah. And they basically got this nigga dancing, dance, do as I say, and do it how I want it, or you're not playing in this league. Yep.
2: So what responsibility do you put on Kyrie Irving? I I mean, he's responsible. Um I just don't think that um
0: the if we're talking if the crime isn't a, the punishment isn't reflective of the crime. It it ain't matching up not one bit for me.
2: So what would be fair, do you think?
0: Release him. If you don't want him a part of your organization, release him. He's apologized, he's tried to donate money, but um just the verbiage of this shit is is Literally, Nike deal, put on pause. It's literally like bend the knee and do as I say
1: to get back in good graces. That's all. Like, what makes it fair is that they keep the same energy for the next five incidents that come along. Somebody do something crazy, take their shit. Because that's what we're headed towards is you do something I don't like and I have the power to to remove you, I remove you until you do what I want you to do. And it's like, it's individuals that are wanting for the masses, they're putting this pressure on individuals to do what, like you say, do this list. So it it comes down to having, having someone that is going to do it to to get out of the hole. And these people aren't like that.
0: The Myers Leonard situation said enough. Him screaming nigger on his gaming stream and not having a full list. Kyrie didn't even do none of that. Yeah, if we're talking about hate speech, we have the Myers Leonard case to give it to Miles us here. Linder over
2: somewhere in Bosnia, dunking on motherfuckers right. left and right. <laughs> like, whoo! Glad that ain't me,
0: right? And it's it is sad. More importantly, because I bought some Brooklyn Nets versus, versus the Pistons later uh, in December, and I really wanted to see the homie Kyrie play, man. So I'm hoping. I don't think he's gonna do this homework assignments that he's been given, but I'm hoping he does, man. I can't even lie, like Kyrie <laughs> is not one of,
1: for himself, but for you. <laughs> Kyrie's one
0: of my favorite players in the NBA. Favorite players of all time.
1: You own any Kyrie's?
0: I don't. Nope. <laughs> Are they never gonna come back?
2: I don't know, man. If you got got 'em, keep him.
0: He, he gonna retire though. it's gonna be a sad day once he retires.
2: Damn. Yeah, Kyrie, I think he's done done, man. Damn. It's it's a crazy situation because I mean, we talked about it a little bit before, before it started going super haywire. Touched on it with everything being on the heels of the Kanye West stuff and Kanye West, uh, his interview or episode of the shop with LeBron getting pulled because he was talking reckless. Because there's nobody necessarily there to fire or reprimand Kanye. They can just, you know, cancel those business deals. So that's why... I put a lot of this on Kyrie because you literally just saw this happen with Kanye West. You just saw it. Mm-hmm. You just saw the bank say, take your money. You know, I'm a, a bank, and let's be clear, you know you work with a lot of banks, being a realtor. Like, the banks ain't in the greatest shape right now. Right. So for them to say, hey, man, you can have your millions and millions and millions of dollars, just go take it somewhere else, or the Balenciaga, or the school's getting closed. And then you do this. What do you think they were going to do to you? What All do you right. think they were going to do to you? So like, that's why I put a lot of that on him. And the other part is a less popular player in NBA lore went through this. Well, not what he went through, but this fact-finding mission, this mission of self, this spiritual journey is Amari Stoudemire. Amari Stoudemire is a full-blown Hebrew Jewish person now. I mean, no disrespect. I'm not sure what right language to use, but, you know, everybody loves that. Right. And when people find out his religious views, they're like, oh, for real? Oh, that's what's up? And they just keep it pushing. Mm -hmm. But with Kyrie, everything Kyrie does is so abrasive. And this isn't new. This is who he's been for a long time before LeBron came back to Cleveland in 16 or 15 or whatever. He was like that his first run with the Cavs. He is not a, this is terrible, Angus, bring-togetherer. He, he is a, from my standpoint, he is a divider. Yeah. And yeah. this further divides him from his team, his basketball team. I'm not sure his family situation, but like this instance, they're not going to the finals, dude. And,
1: and like you said, him and Kanye, for that matter, these are personal decisions that they make as individuals. Yeah, to be living like this. So if they some of that some of that backlash that you get and they have to deal with, you know that's coming with your personal decisions that you make. Because no one is out there telling you to act like this or be this way. This is your decisions to do this.
2: Right. And another thing that just popped in my head is this movie. Obviously, I've never seen it. I'm not gonna watch it. It's three hours for goodness' sake,s but. <laughs> The reason why it's booming in number is exactly what you said because they're talking about it a ton on the media and people have that appetite for interest now that oh what is this all about what are what you have the one segment of the population saying hey what's the big deal so they want to check it out for themselves mm-hmm. and then other people that actually feel the way that this movie is saying they want more information about it so at one time or another the only people watching it were the people that felt that way. Now everybody else is like, "Well, let's see what the big fuss is all about." So that's right. why they can increase the price on it.
1: Yeah, yep.
2: It's a hot ass mess, man. So Kyrie Irving predictions before we get up out of here.
0: I uh, I think he's going to retire.
1: Street clothes, rest of the year, probably by like January, February, gone
2: last season in the NBA I he, think he's he, gonna play though I think he will return
1: he gonna meet the checklist
2: <laughs> he'll meet some of the requirements
1: he gotta meet them
2: all he'll meet some of the requirements he'll meet a lot of the requirements
1: that's why I say street clothes for a while because it's gonna take a little couple of Couple weeks. For him to oh show. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking like All Star break. Yeah.
1: Man, yeah.
0: Kyrie, go ahead. If you, if you just, if you going to do the list, get the knock this shit out, bro. <laughs> When's the need game? When's the game? December 18th, bro. We need. Not going to happen, dog. December 18th in Detroit. I need you there, Kyrie, bro. Go ahead, knock this out. If you need some help, I got some spare time on Sundays <laughs> and Mondays. We can hit up whoever we need to hit up. I got a couple couple hundred in a bank i can help you out bro let me know what you need man
2: and Kyrie, if you're listening to this podcast since you're so interested in reposting things if you wouldn't mind reposting you yeah. can't make this a podcast on your instagram and twitter we would all greatly appreciate it and
1: leave it blank like you did the other post yeah. don't say nothing just share the link
2: no nah, fuck that say we, i fucks <laughs> with this podcast listen to it because you have influence <laughs> You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, this one. We out till next week. Peace.